In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The benefits you'll get when you go onto the carnivore diet are more muscle, less body fat, better health, more focus, less anxiety. All we have to do is eat real food that our ancestors ate. And instead, we eat fake food that's made in labs by evil scientists and companies that have made us sick. We've been slightly mentally disabled for our entire lives, losing concentration whilst in school. We've wanted to pack on muscle mass by going to the gym, and yet even though we train quite hard, the results that we've gotten is quite poor. We're supposed to be fighting age, young men, full of testosterone, and yet our levels are lower than our alcoholic fathers. Another benefit you'll experience when you get onto the carnivore diet is that you'll work out harder. That means that when you're in the gym, you'll hit PR after PR and everyone will notice. Another benefit of the carnivore diet is that you'll be able to focus again. You'll get into flow states again. You'll be productive again. You'll move forward in your business again. You'll be able to study again. You'll get more done and it'll feel easier than before. Another benefit of the carnivore diet is that you'll beat your brain fog. You'll beat anxiety. You'll beat that mind wandering, the monkey mind. You'll overcome all of these things that are allowing other men to overtake you. Other men who would happily attract your future wife if you slow down. Yet another benefit you're going to experience when you get onto this diet is that you'll get this increased level of energy throughout the day. How embarrassing is it as young men that we need a midday nap? That we get sleepy at 1pm? Men are supposed to be able to stay awake and alert through crises. And we'd be in a carb crash if something happened we'd be like nice and sleepy after having a bowl of oats and there's like an emergency there but we're feeling so tired and slow <laughs> the last benefit of the carnivore diet is that you will be eating the food that humans are supposed to eat we evolved over billions of years to be on this diet it will feel right when you get onto this one day recently i was thinking about my time in school which you might be able to relate to I'm there sat in class, the teacher's at the front of the class writing something on the, the whiteboard. And my mind would just wander. We're supposed to be learning about science. 
and my mind would go to the video game that I was currently obsessed with or the girl that I had a crush on. Every single class, hundreds of times per hour, I come home and thoughts of school, achievement and goals and productivity and success are not in my mind. But my mind goes to those like weak, lethargic, attention gripping places like porn and video games. I'm thinking about all this, like my time in school, whilst I'm finishing my first day of the carnivore diet, I'm eating this big plate of meat, the kind of diet, like the kind of meal that so many doctors and all these modern day people and maybe my mother would think is so unhealthy. And for the first day, for as long as I can think, I don't have any mind wandering. My mind is sharp. interesting the first day where i've only ate the carnivore diet i've literally just ate meat and my mind goes still and it's it makes me realize that i've lived with this this mental dis disability like most people have for all my life and it might have come down to the foods that i was eating how much is that worth to you how much would it be worth for your brain to be 25 or 50% better? For me, it's literally like I would price that at, at literally millions. If you, if you had to put a figure on that, imagine if you had to put a number on improving your brain by 50%, you would probably say millions. That's what the carnivore diet has done for me. My name is Hamza. And I do this work just because I want more young guys to get onto self-improvement and to improve their lives and overcome the problems that so many of us are facing. A big part of our problems is that we are eating bullshit food. We are eating super processed, unhealthy, high carb diets, which can be good for some areas, but in general for your life quality, for your focus, muscle, athleticism, this has been the greatest diet that I've been on. And I just want more guys to know about it. This is my secret advantage. It's why I've been able to become so productive. It's why I've become so athletic and, and so fit compared to what I used to be. Like I used to be, you know, the guy in the gym, like the bodybuilder style of, of workouts where I'll hit the set and then you take the two minute rest break or the three minute rest break. And even that you feel kind of tired. You just want to go on your phone and you need longer and longer and longer and longer. Now I do CrossFit workouts where I'm like leading like every CrossFit gym that I've been to. I've been to about four different ones now around the UK. Every single one that I go to, I'm leading the class, even though I'm like a visitor from somewhere else, I'm leading the class. As in, like, I'm, I'm performing the best right now. I'm staying on, like, in the reps for longer than everyone else. My, my fitness has skyrocketed. My brain is clear. I want that for you. The mission of this guide is a few things. I want you to experience a couple of fast wins so that you can get more consistent in this diet and that you'll actually see results in your real life. The truth is that self-improvement videos are usually trash. 
most YouTubers who make videos, whether they're self-improvement or finance or motivation, they don't actually give a fuck about you. They're making the video for themselves to make money and stuff. I specifically don't just want you to watch this video. I want you to be able to take something out of this and use it in your real life so you see some kind of results. The first win that we want you to experience is you eat your first carnivore meal. I'll explain exactly what that's going to look like, but that's like the first win. If you did that with smile, it'd be like the box is checked. The greatest win that you could have is this seven-day carnivore challenge that I'm going to set you on later on this video where I'll explain the rules. If you can get onto that, if you can commit yourself to experiencing the carnivore diet for seven days, I am sure that you'll probably never go back. There's, there's loads of limiting beliefs. Is it safe? Is it, you know, is it going to be too expensive? But I think if you can just try to discipline yourself to just experience it for seven days, it will unlock something in your brain that you'll know, okay, for the rest of my life, this is probably the best diet. I've just got to make the other things work. I've got to be able to, you know, go make the money because this diet is fairly expensive, but it'd be worthwhile for you to like experience how good it is right now so that it'll always stay in your mind. Yeah. I want to make more money so that I can afford this premium diet, which is quite expensive. Step one, what you eat on the carnivore diet. I want to make this in like no bullshit, non-complicated terms. What do you eat on the carnivore diet? You eat as much of your calories from meat as you can. So all we want is just meat. Now, this is where a lot of guys will start overthinking and thinking, wait, should it be grass-fed meat? Should it be beef? Should it be fish? Should it be this, 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 this? It, it, Pasta-fed because a grain-fed is, is bad. The truth is, that eating pretty much any kind of meat, in my opinion, and you just test this for yourself, loads of people will disagree. All the vegans are going to disagree. All the high-carb bodybuilders are going to disagree. Just try this for yourself soon, right? In my opinion, just any kind of meat is going to make you feel so much better. You just want to eat more of your calories from meat and take away specifically the carbs. Take away the rice, the oats, the naan bread, all of that stuff. Throw that garbage out just for, like, we'll, you know, I'll put you through the test soon. What you eat on the carnivore diet is very simple, just as much meat as possible. Only meat. Then you can go, like, let's say, levels down, and you can start to add a, li a little bit more leniency to this diet. So let's say if the ultimate level was just pure meat, then a level sort of below that, closer to where we might be, might be meat and butter meat and a little bit of dairy, maybe a little bit of cheese, maybe a bit of milk, maybe a bit of like halloumi. This is the, uh, the, the things I like to have in butter is so you can cook all the meat in. The level below that, you might allow coffee and tea, not with, uh, you know, any soy milk or anything, but just, you know, because those things are almost like plants. Levels below that, you might allow more dairy, you might have a bit more milk, you might have like Greek yogurt, more cheese, for example, you know, because it's a bit easier to get those calories in when you allow those things. Levels below that, you'll get closer to the keto diet, which is where you allow fat and protein, but you still don't have carbs. So this literally means you don't eat vegetables. It means you don't eat those carbs. It means you don't eat sugar. It means you don't have most milk. You don't have the soy milk. You don't have the oat milk. It means you don't eat fruits, which seems really scary, but I'll explain why this might actually be the best thing that you could actually do for your health, which seems crazy because 99% of people will disagree with me, right? All of the doctors ever will disagree with me, right? I'll say that again. 99% of people will disagree with what we're doing here. Oftentimes, you don't want to find yourself amongst the 99%, do you? You've known that already with the self-improvement things that you're getting into, with the money-making things and the mindset you've gotten into. This, with your diet, is another case of like most people would find this diet crazy. 
most doctors that we speak to will, will think that I'm being evil. Some guys, some, some guys will comment below and think that I'm being like this evil guy who's telling you, wait, don't eat vegetables. That's what, oh, but the conditioning that we've been through has told us to eat vegetables all of our lives. Maybe it's not such a good idea and we'll explain why soon. Just eat as much meat as possible. You still can track your calories just so you know you're getting in the right number of calories for your bulk or cuts. And we'll explain that soon of the importance of carnivore for those periods, but eat more meat, eat less carbs. Simple. Step two, seriously, no vegetables. This is the scariest part of the carnivore diet because you specifically cut out carbs, vegetables, and fruits. I want you right now, even though it seems totally crazy, hopefully you're hooked onto my words to just consider this. How much conditioning and brainwashing have you been through to believe that vegetables are absolutely essential and good for you. Your government don't give a fuck about you, do they? You probably agree with that, right? They don't actually care about your health, your testosterone or anything, right? So when they've been sending out the message that you should have five pieces of fruit and vegetables every day, and your fat doctor who can't even run one mile tells you that fruit and vegetable is absolutely key, and unfortunately your fat uneducated parents say the exact same thing, and they, you know, force you to eat the disgusting vegetables when you were young. What if we just took a step back and just question it and say, wait, what if we did something different to the 99%? Because usually when you ask that question, when it comes to fitness, when it comes to money making, when it comes to mindset, when it comes to dating, you get amazing results. You do, you, you do the opposite of what 99% of guys are doing when it comes to dating and you attract a beautiful feminine woman who actually respects you. You do the opposite of what 99% of guys are doing when it comes to money and you end up building a business that pays for your lifestyle so you can do literally whatever the fuck you want in your life instead of having to spend all your time in, in a cubicle like a slave. So going to the opposite lane has served us very well in multiple areas. So could it do the same with our diets? If 99% of people believe that vegetables are good for us, what if we just considered the fact that they might not be? There is such a thing called plant toxins. Now, I'm not a scientist. I'm just going to explain it to you in like a bro science, like, you know, like dumbass kind of way, just so it's easier to understand. If you want the real science, you can go like, I don't know, read the research papers or something. I'll just explain it to you the way that I see it. Living things don't want to be eaten or killed. Plants and vegetables, trees and leaves, and they're all living creatures, right? I believe living creatures always have a defense mechanism. The boar that we hunt down as a tribe, when me and you go out on this hunt and I pass you over a spear and we're going to go hunt down this big fat pig, its defense is its tusks. The mammoth that we would have taken down with our entire tribe. Big tusks, heavy weights, the saber-toothed tiger, the teeth. They all have their defense mechanism. And if we can overcome that by killing them before they hurt us, well, then we can enjoy their flesh. But plants don't have tusks. They don't have teeth. But they are still living creatures. And so the idea is that plants actually still have a defense mechanism, which is essentially like low levels of toxicity and poison. This is why a lot of children potentially haven't liked eating vegetables because it, it doesn't taste very good. Because there's like low levels of poison, toxins, whatever it is inside of it, which will harm your health. 
Now, again, all the vegans are going to disagree. All the doctors are going to say, oh, but what, you know, what is it then? Is it phytonutrients? Like, you know, they'll say some big words that we don't understand. I don't give, give a fuck, right? It just makes sense to me to consider that everything that is alive wants to stay alive and does not want to be eaten. There's so many cases of people who have gotten onto the carnivore diets, who have gotten onto these elimination diets where they eat literally nothing but beef. Imagine that, 2,000 calories, 3,000 calories of just beef, just meats, just eggs, no vegetables. And they see the greatest improvements to their health. You are watching a video of one of them. If you've related to that like mental disability of always, you know, your mind wandering when you're trying to focus on work, just random thoughts and memories appearing in your mind, always feeling tired like an old man midway through the day. It can be not just because of plants and vegetables, but just because of carbs in general. A lot of people potentially shouldn't be having them. So step three, why I believe the carnivore diet makes sense. I want to convince you more that this might actually not just be like a little fad diet that you can try and, you know, it's kind of hype that like the fitness YouTubers are telling you about, but rather this might actually make sense to be the real diet that humans are supposed to be on because you've heard of the ice age before, right? There's been times where the earth cooled down dramatically and pretty much entered this ice age, this frozen age. In that time, humans survived, of course. Some big, thick, fatty animals survived, the mammoth and the bears. Plants? Did plants, were there plants growing through the ice ages? Possibly not. There's a really famous book that a bunch of high-level people always seem to be very interested in. The book is called Sapiens. And it talks about our history as humans and how we developed. And, you know, the first human was like born here and we, we evolved from these guys and we started to spread out across the globe. It's a very interesting book. And it talks about this very interesting phenomenon that when you'd see evidence of early humans entering a new land, like early humans ventured out and got to Australia, all of the big meaty animals there started dying off. Very interesting that one by one, mankind spread to different parts of the earth and the animals there started to die off. Hmm. Now, people in the modern day are trying to think like, oh, well, you know, it was just disease. It was just like coincidence. Or is it just because man is a hunter and eats flesh? Of course it is. That I believe that is supposed to be our diet is literally just the flesh of other animals. I believe that we can have, and humans have had, a small amount of nuts and berries. Maybe some plants, maybe some fruits. But not as much as you think. You've been told five pieces of fruit and vegetables a day, right? Your ancestors didn't have that. None of them were fat. None of them had diabetes. None of them had cancer. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, none of them had any of these issues. They did not. Like, What country are you from? Do you think that you had a, your ancestors had a variety of fruits and vegetables from other parts of the world a few hundred years ago? If you're from India, do you think you had European fucking oranges? Do you think your ancestors experienced that? And they, like, you might think, oh, but, you know, like, the, um, their lifespan wasn't as big back then, as, as large. People didn't grow as old. 
that might not actually be true. We have this perception that we are like the oldest living humans that have lived and you know that the lifespan has actually drastically went up recently. It used to be 30 years old, now it's like 90. It might not actually be the case. There's actually some evidence that I've seen which shows that certain cultures, like it was average to live up to 100, 120. It makes sense that humans should live longer than like 30 years, 40 years, 50 years, 70, 100. Your ancestors didn't eat this shit and none of them were fat. And this is for health, right? What's one of the most important parts of your health that you care about as a man? Probably your testosterone. The feeling of being a man, of being strong, of packing on muscle easier, of losing body fat, of having your libido and your, your ability to get an erection. None of your ancestors had problems of getting a hard dick. And here you are. And there's many, 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 many reasons why this is happening in the modern day. There's plastics. There's lack of like sunlight. Everyone just spends their time indoors. And this is including me. Like I, I've just spent the last nine months working 12 hours a day inside of my bedroom. Everyone's drinking like water that's not even filtered out. A bunch of chemicals that are harmful. There's weird chemicals, phytoestrogens all over the environments. EMF, radiation, there's all these new things, but a big part of it is the change in our diet and the drastic increase in carbs and plants and fruits and sugar. What about your dog? This is the one of the most interesting parts of this that I thought of myself. There is only one kind of food that man, woman, child and dog could eat together meat there's only one dogs don't eat plants and fruits in the modern day it's very sickening like a, a lot of uh, dog owners do this i've never had a dog but i just I, this pisses me off a lot of dog owners go to the store and buy like fucking dog food like weird processed little biscuity dry weird shit instead of just giving their dogs the same food that they should be eating, which is just meat. Think about our ancestors again who tamed the wolf. What did they feed the wolf? Did they go to the fucking Walmart to buy him a bag of dog treaties? Of course not. They hunted down the animal, they extracted the meat, they ate some of the meat and they gave some of the meat to the dog and to their children and to their wives. The only member of the family who did not eat meat was a breastfeeding baby for the first like months or whatever year of its life. Apart from that, every member of the family ate meat safely. It's the only kind of food that all members of the family, including the dog, including the cat, can eat together. And these days, what sickens me the most is we give weird food to our children. I'm 26 and I'm actually preparing to be a father. Like my woman isn't pregnant, but that's the direction we're heading towards. I like to think long-term and we'll be there within a few years. This is why I'm, I'm, you know, thinking of these greater topics of diet, estrogenics, plastics and everything to, you know, optimize my health at this point. Think about how crazy it is that in the modern world, a couple, a stupid couple, will have a child, a baby, and they'll go to the store and buy it baby food, little fucking mushy peas to give to the baby, which has got added rapeseed oil, added sugars. Again, how strange is that? 
babies aren't supposed to eat a different kind of food than man and woman. Again, think about your ancestors. What did they give their children? Did they go and get fucking mushy peas for the child? Little plastic, plastic dummy to put inside of its mouth so it can like just suck it so it doesn't cry because it, it pisses off the parents. So it's sucking on microplastic. That, that was you, wasn't it? Sucking on fucking plastics when you were a baby without your p dumbass parents knowing the plastics lower testosterone and fuck up fertility. I, sh I shouldn't call your parents like dumbasses, but like, fuck me, like putting plastic in a little baby's mouth giving it a little, little seed oil, sugar, little mushy shit, like mushy food instead of real food. And so the baby's jaw doesn't develop and now you've got a shit jawline and, and wonky teeth. It's all connected. What food would your ancestors have given to the baby? The exact same food that they were eating, meat. We only see evidence of sickness rising in humans once we move from hunter-gatherer to farmer. Maybe this is the right diet for us. And this, again, there'll be so many people who disagree. Actually, there was one, uh, you know, brain that showed us that there was one skull in, in, in Switzerland that said that, you know, who gives a fuck, right? The most important thing is that we want you to just try this and experience this yourself and see if it instantly gives you a boost to everything that you care about. And if it does, then that's a huge win. So step four, your first carnivore meal. This is an actionable step for you. We're going to walk you through now your first ever official carnivore meal. And this is going to be one of those like fast wins that we spoke about. If you take action here, you will be far more likely to see progress than, than most other people. A lot of other guys will be watching this video, like, you know, eating their shitty high carb meal or just, you know, listening to this as a podcast or something whilst they, they multitask or something and they won't make any progress and they'll cope saying like, yeah, self-improvement doesn't even work, guys. If you actually want this kind of stuff to help you, you have to take action in person. You know this, right? So I want to walk you through your first carnivore me meal, and I want you to take action on this, preferably today. What a carnivore meal looks like, it's, imagine your plate, and it's literally just double or triple the meat that you normally eat, and then there's genuinely nothing else. So when you imagine the, you know, the, the healthy, balanced meal that's making everyone fat, the food pyramid that your fat doctor recommends, you imagine that plate, and there's a little bit of meat, or it's like the vegan sausages or something. And then there's like a bunch of like grains and rice and potatoes and stuff. And then a bunch of vegetables. And that's really, really healthy. And make sure you have a glass of orange juice as well. And you know, milk's got calcium in it. Oh, strong bones. That's what a normal meal looks like. Your meal will literally just be the plate. A fuck ton of meat on the plate. And that's it. Go and do that today. You choose the meat that you want. Maybe you've got some in the house already. Maybe you're able to order some when you use those apps like Uber Eats, Deliveroo, and you can order a steak or you can order a bunch of chicken. In the UK, we have this restaurant called Nando's and you can order just like four chicken thighs from there, which is 700 calories. And just that is a meal in itself. From Nando's, I'll also, also get uh, five chicken wings as well. So I'm literally like butchering like two chickens for my like lunchtime meal. You can go and make a steak, for example. You could go to the grocery store or even order the steak online. This could be an actionable step that genuinely could change the future of your life if you take this right now instead of getting bored and clicking away at a different video thinking, oh, I'll just go watch a new tape podcast and then I'll come back to this and then I'll change my life, I swear. 
Could you take action on this right here, right now? Could you go and set up your first carnivore meal? Maybe you can pause this video and literally get that done within 30 minutes. It, it would almost be so interesting if we could have like a high score of seeing the guys who have watched this video and seeing the guys who took action the fastest and brought up like a plate of meat to eat whilst you listen to the rest of this. This is the time to take action and it, it really will change a lot for you. Not just this meal, of course, you know, this is one meal, it's not that significant, but where it will lead your life in the long run. Maybe if you, you only eat your parents' food, like what your mom makes for you, it might be a bit harder because you'll have to tell her like, oh yeah, by the way, I just want to eat meat and she'll think that you've been cursed by the devil and her fat doctor tells her that that's unsafe. What you can do is maybe sneak some food from the kitchen and you know, there's like the cooked chicken or whatever, you can just go heat that up and literally just have the bowl of like just the chicken and maybe wash, like um, scrape off a lot of the curry that might be on it if you're like brown and you've got that. What we just want is you to eat, let's say, about 500 to 1,000 calories of meat. Nothing else. Scrape off all the sauce, scrape off a lot of maybe even the seasonings. Don't have any extra like carbs with it. Just do that. Because what I want you to experience is after you've had this fuck ton of meat that is supposed to make you feel, you know, really horrible and, and cause cancer and all this. What you're going to feel... And you can go comment below if this is the exact same experience. You'll eat this meat. It's kind of boring to eat it a little bit. The moment you're done eating it, you'll almost feel like you're not hungry, but you feel like you've barely even ate. Like your stomach isn't fat. Like you've still got energy. You could jump down and do 100 push-ups right now. You could go and run right now. Think about how amazing that is. And think about the difference that, you know, most people eat three meals a day which is in itself a problem because that's unnatural for humans. It should be more like one meal. But most people eat three meals and they get a dip of energy after each meal. And imagine what your life is going to be like when you don't get that dip anymore and you've just gave yourself two hours of energy per day. Again, that's worth millions over your entire life, isn't it? Go and do the actionable step right now. Step five why it's so effective. When we eat carbs, we have a huge insulin spike. Carbs are also very like high volume, especially vegetables. They're, they're quite low calories, unless you have like a, a lot of them. You know, there's 150 grams of carbs inside of a pizza or even 200 grams. That The issue is that is like there's so much volume that it starts to like to bloat your stomach and it gives you this feeling of like tiredness, fullness, lethargy, fatigue. You just want to lie down and sit around. And the thing is, imagine that kind of lifestyle when you're a young man who, who wants to be competitive, who wants to go beat other guys in the race and the, the competition of men, who wants to go and attract a beautiful feminine girlfriend, who wants to go and make the money and grow his business. How can you do that when you're spending a few hours a day just kind of like tired and you know, like you can't do any deep focus work right now. So you just go watch more YouTube videos pretending that it's like learning's important. When you avoid carbs, it's like your meals don't actually distract you. You can eat a full plate of meat and just go and do your deepest work straight after that. Absolutely no problem. For me, that's the best benefit, but I found in fitness, it's very interesting. You've probably heard in fitness, it's so important to just eat carbs, haven't you? What I found, which is so interesting is by having no carbs, 
I have had the best boost to my fitness and workouts that I've experienced so far. And there's been a few times where I've experimented, you know, I've kind of went back into the bodybuilding mode and, you know, I've watched some video online which says, yeah, pre-workout meals are really important and you should have 80 grams of carbs and a little bit of protein. And I'll have that. And there's been, you know, a few times I've kind of cheated on the carnivore diet to have like oats and and, uh, carbs before a workout. And when I've done that, I can't even explain how big the difference is that I'll have carbs before a workout. Like every bodybuilder, every fitness YouTuber is saying is so important. And it makes my workout so much worse. It, it puts you in this slow, like, like tired state where, you know, you're just pressing the weight and you just can't wait till like the set is done and you put the set away. Then you're just on your phone for a few minutes. It makes you work out like a pussy. But when you have no carbs in your system, it makes you work out more like a Spartan who doesn't need the rest. Like you rack the weight and it's like you literally feel like you could go again straight away. You don't even want to touch your phone for the the two minute rest break. Instantly, if you do try this, you'll find yourself way more being pulled towards like the the CrossFit fast, intense workouts rather than those slow weightlifter ones where you take a five minute rest break because you'll just have so much energy. You'll be looking for like, what's next? This is too easy. This is when you'll get into like moving the, the, the kettlebells up and down and throwing some explosive movements and, and sprinting and jumping and doing burpees and you start to feel like more of an athlete, which is what you've wanted all this time. But think about for your life and the experience you can have of work, of relationships, when you're eating these like garbage meals full of carbs. Two or three hours of your entire day are actually sacrificed, aren't they? Hours of your entire day where you could be speaking to your mother and you're not even present because you've got like these words in your mind just talking over her. And that's literally happening because you've ate like a bad meal that's not good for you. Never mind the worst problems when it comes to more of those negative thoughts and it comes to anxiety and feelings of depression. I found specifically that I feel a lot more anxious if I eat like the conventional carbs that bodybuilders and weightlifters say is really good for the workouts, you know, rice, potatoes and everything. I find that they are so bad. I, I, it's even weird to say, but I find pure sugar to be better than most like carbs, like um, complex carbs actually are in terms of like my mental health and everything, which is strange to say because obviously sugar is bad in itself. But vegetables, the exact same thing. Fruit, especially. If I have one apple right now, I will feel slightly mentally disabled like i imagine no offense that you feel 24 7 the only difference is i can tell because there's like a difference you're just here 24 7 this is how i've lived for most of my life and it's so sad because when you experience how good life can be and how sharp your brain can be how present you can be when you're speaking to a woman and you're looking into her her eyes so deeply you realize how much you've been missing out on and that's really really sad so it's so effective because it literally gives you like hours of your day as as the new and improved version of yourself. Now, of course, a lot of the guys who are watching this are really into fitness. So that's something we're going to have to discuss. So step six, creating your diet plan. And I also want to talk about bulking and cutting here in terms of building muscle. So there's a bunch of questions that, that will rightly come up. Isn't this going to be too much protein? Isn't that unsafe? No, you can eat 
lots and lots of protein. Our ancestors did it, no problem. If you already have been going to the hospital because of kidney problems, then this probably might make it worse. But it's like, just be honest, have you been sent to the hospital recently because of like protein overdose or because of like kidney problems? Probably not. Most guys will have to say no to that. So you'll relatively be fine. Of course, when you try it, if you suddenly get pain or something, then you can stop. You can at least try it and see if it works for you. It probably will work for you. Isn't this too much protein? Because for example, I'm eating 300 grams of protein a day, but only one gram per pound of body weight is actually used in muscle building. It's actually even less than that. In muscle building to maximize like how much muscle you can make, you only need to eat like 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. So for me, that'd be like 150 grams of protein. It's like half as much as I'm eating. So you can say in some ways it's wasted, but it's we're not doing this just to try and maximize you know, muscle building. We're doing this to maximize life quality. So the gym workout is definitely a big part of that. But also 24-7, how we feel, how we sleep, how we interact with other human beings and how we work is a huge part. And more protein does not make you feel stupid when you're doing your work. If you're struggling to study right now, if you keep procrastinating, it, I guarantee it's because of your diet. Guarantee it. It's because you feel tired and lazy and slow and you've got this weird level of like fatigue and mind wandering that's coming from eating bad foods that are literally like slightly poison for you. So it's technically, it's not, it's like above how much protein you need to maximize muscle gain. But in a weird way, I actually think you might make more muscle on this diet because that extra protein is just making you feel sharp compared to having it in carbs. And the carbs, you know, the glycogen can help you push more weight, sure. But with no carbs, you you work out in more of this aggressive way, which in itself, that higher intensity can lead to more muscle gain as well. In fact, you probably know of Iman Gaji. He's been blown up on YouTube. And last year, I ended up going to Dubai and staying with him for a few days. And I wasn't expecting this because I was like, you know, really much into like bodybuilding. And, and you know, I had been lifting, eating loads of carbs and everything. And I ended up doing a workout with him. I'm going to be totally honest. He mugged the fuck out of me. I was not expecting this because I'm, I'm like, like physically bigger than him, quite, quite a lot bigger than him. And yet we went on bench press and... He, I don't know, he did one warm-up set and then he stuck 115 kilograms on the bar and did it for three reps. I was like, fuck, that's actually pretty good. Like, fuck me. And I went on, I don't even think I hit 115 for even one. I think I, like, I failed that. Maybe I was a little bit sore or something because I can't do that for at least one rep. But I had to like use for three reps, like 100 kg, which is like, eh, it's pretty low. And it just felt weird that this guy who was smaller than me, who his life wasn't about fitness and mine was at the time, was outlifting me. And the same thing with, with deadlift. His deadlift was like 20 or 30 kilograms higher than me. The only thing that I did much better than him was just pull-ups. But I think I have like a genetic um, advantage. Like my back is just very strong and it's like very um, like... My back is very strong. It's very muscular compared to the rest of my body. I, I put on muscle very easily on my back. So I mugged him in, in pull-ups. But everything else, he mugged me. And I was really surprised. And I asked him, okay, <laughs> tell me, like, what, what did you do for this? I wasn't expecting this. And he said there was two things. He said it was the carnivore diet. And he said it was the CrossFit workouts. And I didn't believe him for a while because every bodybuilder online spoke about like, yeah, carbs are so important. Eat as many carbs, you know, a pre-workout meal, 100 grams of carbs, post-workout meal, the glycogen, or, you know, pre like, eat all the carbs, you know, drink the bottle of, of um, the sugary sports drink whilst you're in the gym. All these guys online said that this was the way to maximize your fitness, your athleticism, your strength, your, your muscle. And here was a guy who didn't even eat carbs, who was outlifting me. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So Iman was actually the person who kind of enlightened me when it came to understanding what the carnivore diet is. And think about that. When there's a guy, I think he's 22 or 23 years old, who's worth tens of millions. And he's telling you that this is the diet that's really helped him. That this is the diet he goes on when he wants to like really work. That's when I took it seriously. Bulking and cutting. The carnivore diet is perfect for cutting. It's so easy because if you're just eating meat, you, f you don't overeat, you don't binge eat on meat. It's pretty much impossible. And so for you to eat your deficit, if you know you're, you're usually quite hungry when you want to cut and lose some of the body fat and you want to get a little bit leaner, for you to do that, you need to eat less calories. But the issue with eating less calories for most people is it becomes quite hard. It becomes quite difficult. It becomes, you know, you get really hungry. What I found is the carnivore diet is really good for this because one, the hunger just goes completely. You don't feel like unsatiated. You constantly feel like your hunger is tapped because you just keep eating the meat and it's very, it's quite like a filling meal. But there's actually something very interesting I found, which is what I said to my girlfriend is, when you get onto a diet so restrictive like the carnivore and it's so like you know the rule is so simple just eat meat it's actually in a weird way so good for disciplined people if you're like a fat undisciplined person this diet wouldn't be good for you if, if you're like an undisciplined guy you probably would actually see more progress in your fitness if you go for like an unhealthier diet where, you know, it's just like, okay, just hit your calories. If it fits your macros, you can eat sugar if you want and stuff. But if you're more of a disciplined person and you can stay on a restricted diet because you've got discipline and willpower, it actually makes it in a weird way easier because it, the rules are super simple. You see, when you do all this other fitness bullshit, tracking the macros, tracking the calories, it's very easy to cope and to, you know, every now and then say, oh yeah, well, you know, like, uh, like you know, donuts, not even bad. It's just carbs and I've got 63 grams of carbs anyway. And before you know it, you're just spiking your insulin, eating shitty sugar, feeling horrible and everything. When it comes to the carnivore, it's like, it, it makes it so hard for you to cheat and cope because you can just have meat or if you want to go like an easier level, like keto foods, you know, protein and fat. So it makes it very easy to lose weight and to stay lean. You can imagine that. I don't even need to explain it more because you can imagine how easy it is to, to get lean when you're just eating meat. It's quite hard to get up to 2,000 calories, 3,000 calories. So that the cut is easy. You've, all you've got is protein and fat. Your protein's sky high, so you're feeling satiated. Your muscle's not being lost on the cut because you've got the high protein you're still training. Cutting is easy. Bulking is where I will actually say to you, I've struggled. And I don't mean to boast or anything, but I'm quite a disciplined guy. And so if I struggle with something that requires discipline, usually that 
tells me, okay, fuck, like, I'm not sure if I can recommend this to other guys. No offense, you know, this isn't, oh, I'm better than you. It's just that, like, this is kind of like my full-time job. You know, me being the YouTuber and you watching me, it's like you've elected me to be on self-improvement full-time so I can go and, like, realize all these things and tell you, like, the best way to do them. This is my full-time job. And I've struggled with bulking with carnivore because my bulk calories are, like, 3.5K. To eat that much meat is fucking hard. I've literally threw up two days ago. I'm not even, I'm genuinely being honest, which is weird for me to say because I'm not someone who often throws up or anything. I literally was so full that I fucking threw up two days ago. So bulking on carnivore is very difficult. The way that I made it easier is that I go way more onto like the keto style. So carnivore is just meat. Keto is like, okay, just protein and fat. And so cheese is okay. Um, Greek yogurt is okay. Halloumi is okay. Milk sometimes if it's not got the, the heightened sugar is okay. Uh, clotted cream is okay. Nuts is okay. So what I did was I would have about 2,000 calories of meat or even more, about 2.3, 2.5K calories of meat. And the rest of my calories... I was just having in nut butters, like peanut butter, almond butter. So I was literally having a thousand, more than a thousand, about one point. I was literally having 1,200 calories in almond butter or peanut butter every single day. And that made it so I could hit my bulk calories whilst kind of being on carnivore for like, you know, most of my calories than just having a bunch of like peanut butter. But then I realized that that wasn't really healthy to do that either. I think eating too many nuts, because nuts are still in a weird way, like plants, like they're still grown from the ground. They're not like carnivore, then it's not meat, right? And I realized that even nuts were having a little bit of a problem on me. I still feel like I'm like 5 to 10% like mentally disabled because of the amount of nuts that I was eating. You know, there's like a low level amount of like stupidity of your brain and, you know, sort of lethargy and everything. And the last straw for me was I started getting like, I don't know if you can see it, but I started getting like some rashes on um, my elbows there, like little bits of red skin, like eczema and stuff. Like you can probably see it like there. Yeah, I started. Here's my physique as well, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so I started getting that on my skin. And it comes specifically because of nuts, because like there's been times when I stopped eating the nuts and it went away. Then when I eat the nuts again, it comes back and it's like a very, uh, it's a very obvious thing. Like my mom said it to me as well when she saw it and she was like, oh, that's come from nuts. You know, like old brown people know that, yeah, 100% that's coming from Brazil nuts. It's coming from almonds or whatever. And I just thought like, damn, I'm hitting my calories, but like I'm seeing a physical problem on my skin because of the food I'm eating because carnivore is awesome, but adding in so many nuts, 150 grams of peanut butter a day, 150 grams of almond butter. I was like, that's not healthy either. So I'm going to be totally honest with you, which might make you lose respect for me, but I'm just going to be like, I want to be totally authentic. I'm bulking right now. I want to get to the biggest body weight I've ever gotten into. Like my love for fitness has just shot up because the last few years I've not really focused on it. I've focused only on work and business. Now it's like I've gotten into CrossFit. I've gone into lifting heavy. I want to bulk. I want to get to the highest body weight, which is above. I've never hit 200 pounds in my life, by the way. So this is almost like a journey I want to take you on. But I want to stay on carnivore. I want to mostly eat meat, but I can't eat that many calories. 3.5k a day. So I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. I'm eating about two and a half thousand calories of carnivore, meat, a little bit of cheese and everything. And for about a thousand calories, I'm pretty much like dirty bulking. What I found is like, it was the choice between, okay, what do I eat for the thousand calories? And you might go through this if you want to bulk as well. You'll be able to get to like 2000 calories with your carnivore diet, maybe a bit more, maybe a bit less. But for the last like maybe thousand calories, you might find that you can't eat that much meat. 
you need to find what you can do with that. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like you're doing carnivore, but like a weaker version of it where like, you know, a lot of your calories are on carnivore, it's with meat, but quite a few are from something else. I did it with nuts, it wasn't working well, you know, I'm getting this like rash and weird like skin thing. So I've decided to just pretty much do like almost like a dirty bulking thousand calories where I'm just going to eat whatever's like easy for me to eat, which mostly is going to be like sugar. And it like it took me weeks to make this decision because obviously like sugar's bad for you and everything. What I have seen is like the guys who do eat the um the bodybuilding meals, you know, they'll like like some of the biggest guys I know, they would literally finish a workout and eat like muffins and cookies afterwards, which sounds ridiculous. It's unhealthy, of course it is. But like when you really care about this goal a lot and it's something that means a lot to you, it's like you're almost willing to sacrifice your health for a little bit to to bulk to gain the muscle. And then eventually once I hit like let's say two hundred pounds, two hundred and ten pounds, that's when I'll go back to pure carnivore and I should maintain most of the muscle that I've built, even when I switch over to like a healthier diet. So that's kind of like my plan right now bulking is very difficult with the carnivore diet and so if you are like really you really care about your fitness journey it means a lot to you to be able to still bulk and you know to get to like a bigger body weight and everything you want to get stronger in the gym i want to get better across it like it's actually like becoming one of the most important things in my life to get those calories in i think it's like it kind of feels okay it's not perfect to get that in with a dirtier like food item it's not the best case scenario if you can just eat the meat, do it. But I've tried and I literally threw up. And for the days before that as well, it was like so painful to eat that much meat. A lot of the days I didn't even hit the calories. So it was between this or like nut butters. But if you've got any advice for that as well, if there's anyone who's like, wait, who's watching this thing? Wait, wait, you don't need to eat that. You could just try this other thing. You could like message me or, or write a comment as well. So I want to help you create your diet plan and this can be an actionable step for you. You probably know a lot about fitness, calories, macros, everything. What I will say is forget macros, even forget protein. Because when you start to think about how much protein you need per day, it, it even starts to overcomplicate it. With this diet, you don't need to think about protein, fat, or, or carbs at all. You just need to think about how many calories you want to eat for your goal. So you already know, like, okay, calorie deficit, you'll cut. If you train hard, then you'll maintain the muscle and you'll just lose some body fat. If you want to bulk and get bigger like I do, like I really want to get to 200 pounds. I've never been 200 pounds in my entire life. And I've literally had this like kind of on and off goal for like literally four or five years. And my girlfriend said it to me. She's like, you've wanted this so long. Like, why don't you? just fucking discipline yourself and just get it done like hit the 200 for the first time in your life just to make like younger me proud because this was my goal even when I was like 17 18 going into the garage here like I'm, I'm with my parents right now this is the last day I'm I'm in Warrington and um fuck man it, it almost brings like a, a little tear to my eye because this is the home that I've grew up in and we in the garage we had like this little home gym which is where I started at age 17 this like fitness journey and from that point, I was very skinny, but it was always my goal to get up to 200 pounds. And I was never able to do it because I started at like 120 pounds, really, really skinny. Like you can see that I've got quite skinny wrists because I was just naturally a really skinny guy. And I've gotten up to about 175, which is pretty, like pretty good. I, I look pretty awesome. But yeah, it was always a goal to get to 200. And so I've decided to like finally go for it. So you need to decide like how many calories you're going to eat per day. And you can use my fitness pal and all of that stuff that you know. What I would recommend is you do actually track your calories on this diet. I've seen a bunch of the carnivore diet guys online who've said like, oh, you don't even need to track your calories. You just eat your meat and it's fine. I actually disagree because when I first got onto this diet, I was eating meat till I was feeling full. And then I did that for a few days. I ended up tracking how many calories I was eating. And I was actually shocked. It was 1.3K. Because when you're, when you're first only eating meat, it's like 
it feels like a lot because you're used to having all the other things that you eat with it. But when I tracked how many calories it was, obviously meat doesn't have very high calories. I was, I was actually shocked to think, fuck, for the last three days, I was eating 1.3K calories. My maintenance is like 2.8K, right? So I was on such a bad deficit, like an unhealthy deficit. So I'd say to you, use those apps that you have on your phone, MyFitnessPal, Macro, Factor, whatever they are, right? Um, carb, there's a different one, but my fitness pal is right is nice. Don't overthink it. Don't look at fat. Don't look at protein. Don't look at carbs. Just track on my fitness pal with the calories and just hit your calorie goal. For cutting, you'll eat it, you'll hit it kind of nicely because your cut calories are probably like uh 2k, 2.5, 2.8k, right? You'll hit that kind of nicely. You might have to still discipline yourself to eat that much meat as well, because it can be a little bit tricky for bulking. What I do is I'll eat mostly meat for as many calories as possible. And honestly, like I'm almost losing respect for myself when I say it, but like for about 900 calories a day, I'm just having like three cookies because that lasts like this three, like a thousand calories of cookies is like this much. It's nothing. You can eat it and it doesn't even feel it anything. This is not like for you to cope. You shouldn't be watching this thinking, oh yeah, Ham's the same cookies are fine. So I'll eat some and stuff. This is like a weird, like self-deprecating like decision that I've made after weeks of journaling about it, thinking, do I really want to do this? I've, I've been eating for health all this time. But the truth is like, you need to have like one goal for your diet if your priority right now is health then obviously don't eat any sugar or anything if your priority is like bulking you want to get bigger the fitness journey means a lot to you then you might need to like loosen up your diet a little bit i still think bulking with mostly carnivore is awesome but you might need to add some kind of like high calorie extra kind of snack thing that you can add in so you can hit those big calories that you're trying to get to so your actionable step right now is to create your diet plan and to, to know first of all how many calories you need to eat so just go onto my fitness pal on your phone get the app search for my fitness pal do the little settings where you type like how tall you are what's your body weight how active you are see the calories for your goal you want to lose weight you want to gain weight and then just maybe whilst you're on the app right now just go in and track like one day worth of meat so just so you can get used to it so for example if you're on my fitness pal and you see okay you've got 2.5k calories for your your cut today Put in, like, imagine what you could eat today realistically. You, you could put in, for example, four eggs with a little bit of butter, meat, chicken breast here, steak here, chicken thing here, another steak here, and just see the calories add up. Because you might be surprised when you input the meat into one of these calorie trackers of how little calories it actually is and how much more meat you have to eat. It feels odd eating more meat because we're used to just having like one slice of meat along with all the the, carnival, the uh, carb stuff. But obviously like on this diet, since you're not having anything else on the plate, you can add more meat to it as well. So it's not bad to eat like two protein, two chicken breasts at once. The disclaimer comes in that people say, wait, wait, but you can't digest that much protein. You know, you can only maximize like 30 grams of protein per pound. Bro, don't give a fuck. Don't overthink it. It's you can get into all this bodybuilder stuff of like, yeah, but you know, 30 grams of protein every three hours. It's like, just don't overthink it. Just trust me when I say that stuff isn't actually as valuable and as practical and honestly as useful as you think it is. It's far more important for you to just hit the right amount of calories and just stick to the carnivore diet for like one day, for example, than it is for you to think like, oh man, you know, I've got to have the pre-workout. I've got to have 30 grams of protein now because it's been four hours. You can only metab metabolize like 40 grams of protein per, per sitting. Forget all of that just forget all of, all of that because when you try this diet for one or two days you'll realize that this is the best diet you've been on and you don't even care about this extra level of like optimization because you feel so good and you're training harder than ever anyway which is the most important part of building the muscle so step seven buying the meat 
Carnivore diet can be fairly pricey. This is why I said at the start that if we can get you to just do like a seven day carnivore challenge and you know that might be a little bit expensive for you. The idea is that right now we just want you to experience the carnivore for maybe a day, maybe seven days. And I just want you to kind of have that sort of realization of how good it is that then that can be a motivating factor for your business to make more money to, you know, to level up in your career. I have a full guide on my on my channel where I explain how to make money. So you can go and like literally it's a four hour training like course that I've made for free where I teach you literally how to make money so you can afford things like this. But for now, I just want you to not have, you know, the kind of the limiting belief of like, oh man, you know, it's going to be too expensive. I can't afford it. But rather we just want you to do this for just one or two or maybe seven days. And then, you know, it's going to be kind of pricey for this time period. But then after that, you can go back to your normal shitty diets with the idea that damn, that carnivore diet was so good that's how i want to live i need to make more money for it so you only need to be able to afford it for the next like day or two which you probably got maybe the money for that already or maybe your parents are, are buying the food for you so we need to figure out where to buy the the meat from and i heard something from a doctor if you just search like carnivore diet dr anthony he'll probably show up but he's a, he's a good like sort of source of information about uh about the carnivore diets and this doctor whose podcast I was watching, he ended up being asked this question where someone asked them, oh, but what about like grain fed or grass fed and, you know, the different kinds of meats? And he said something which was very interesting. He said, like, it doesn't matter as much as you think, because even the, the bad kind of meat that you think about, which, you know, you hear problems with meat, it's been pumped full of hormones and all this. He said, even that is still like the second best food that you can eat. The best food is the ultimate meat of like, you know, pasture fed, uh, field cows that are loving life and everything. But he said the second best food you can eat is like those those like problematic meats, which is, you know, grain fed. And, you know, there's like some problems with meat, like grain fed and, and um, the way it's been farmed. And I ended up thinking about that yesterday and thinking, you know what, that's so right. I'm flying off to Bali this tonight. And I thought that it might be kind of hard to go and get meat there, especially meat that's of good quality. And I just thought, wait, you know what? I want you to think, picture this, right? I'm flying to Bali. I'm going to land there. And I want to stay on carnivore diets. And I just thought, wait, anything else that I could eat there, like the carbs, the plants, the vegetables, the fruits, they would still be worse for me than just buying like the meat there from like the restaurants and buying the meat from like the farms anyway. So we can be sat here trying to optimize every bit, looking only for like pasture fed, you know, perfect cows that have been raised right here that don't touch plastic. We can optimize all of that. But to start off with, we don't actually need to overthink it. If you simply just eat more meat and eat less carbs, you will feel better. It, it is better for you. It will impact your body better. So that gave me like permission to stop overthinking and, you know, overcomplicating it. And I've just gotten into this way more wholesome thing of like, just eat more meat. If it's in plastic, it's like you can overthink it and think, oh man, you know, plastics are bad. And they actually, they absolutely are. You don't want to have stuff from plastics. Fine. But the thing is, the vegetables you're buying is going to be in plastic. You go to a restaurant, buy any kind of meal there, you know, okay, it's a uh, rice and chicken or, you know, you go to a restaurant and pizza and whatever. They're getting all their stuff shipped in with plastics anyway. So it's like if you go to the store and there's like a cooked chicken breast that's, you know, in like a packet there that you can buy from like some random store and you can just eat the chicken breast, for example. You could argue that, oh man, you know, it's not the perfect chicken breast. It might not have been like free range chicken, but that's still better than you getting some random protein bar or you getting some random like little salad and all of the, the vegetables there have got plant toxins. All of them have been washed with like dirty water and everything anyway. So buying meat, what I would say is 
for now, lower some of your standards. And it doesn't need to be the absolute most ideal quality meets just yet. We just need you to experience and get into the flow of things first. The way to buy meat, there's a few levels. Easiest one, go to the normal grocery store, or maybe your, your parents do this and you can maybe tell them or go with them and just buy more of the meat there. There's the, you know, the chicken, the steak, whatever, just buy more there. That's like the easiest level and that will still make you so much more progress if you just go to the grocery store and do that. You can start then going to like the butchers nearby. So if you live in a country that has this, well, I guess most countries do, but in the UK, it's quite a bigger thing where you can just search on Google Maps like butchers and there'll be multiple butchers in your area that you can drive to. Butchers just means it's like a shop specifically for meat and they often bring like better quality fresher meat than like the supermarket would because the butchers get shipments like sort of deliveries directly from farms so i was at a butcher a few days ago whilst i was in uh, sussex in, in uk like right at the bottom of uk i traveled there for like a week and I went to the butchers and after I finished like buying a bunch of meat from there, you know, we had, they had like all this special meat, they had like, Wagyu burgers and all this lamb shoulder and stuff. I ended up driving, uh, walking back to the car and seeing like a big delivery truck coming in. And once they opened the back of the delivery truck, there was just like carcasses of like meat, like whatever animal just hung up there. And it's like he was taking off the carcass, giving it to the butcher guy. So it's like the farm, you know, where the animals are, they literally will kill the animal and as soon as it's like they've done their side, they'll drive it to the butcher and the butcher will grab it, cut it up and sell it to you. In a supermarket, you've got to think it's like, it's very different. The, the farm gets all of it, processes it. They send it to like a third party person who puts it into like the plastic packaging and then they give it to the supermarket and then the supermarket sells it to you. So if you can go to the butchers, it's like one step up. Then if you can go directly to the farm, that's even a step up above that. So in the UK, the one that I buy from is called Greg Farms, G-R-A-I-G space farms, Greg Farms. You can find more of them as well. There's another site which connects farms together. And that one's called Abel and Cole, Abel, A-B-E-L and Cole, C-O-L-E. Those are the ones that I've used and they're very good and they'll just deliver to your house from the farm, which is super, super nice. And it's not even as expensive as, as you might believe it is, especially for, for you to just try this for a few days. Now, of course, if you can't afford this for a few days, if your parents buy the food and they won't buy it for you, this can be a problem. What I'd say to you is like, you know, oftentimes I'll see a young man comment something like this and I always wanna just say like, bro, you're a young guy, just fucking figure it out, figure it out. You don't have to complain and get proper style like, oh man, it's too expensive. Oh man, you know, I can't buy from this store because, you know, the one that Hamza mentioned isn't available in my country. Bro, use the internet. Speak, like, you know, sit up like a fucking man. Think to yourself, okay, I can't afford something that I really want. What would a man do about this? He'd go and get a fucking job, work hard so he could afford the thing that he wanted. He'd go and like, you know, make the business so he could afford the thing he wanted. It's not too expensive for you to just try this diet out for a day or two to make sure it's right for you. If you've watched this far of this video, then you're probably very interested in doing that. So it won't be super expensive for you to have like a day of carnivore that you probably have the money for anyway, but you're just scared to spend it because it just, you know, it, this is kind of a new thing for you. Remember, you don't have to like eat like this every single day from now on. You could go back to your normal diet soon. It's just, we just want to get you the exposure of this diet so that you know it's really good for you. So that future you will end up thinking about this memory when he's made more money and realized, damn, that's actually the diet I want to go back to. So a lot of young guys will say, oh, but you know, my parents buy the food, so there's nothing I can do. And I'll give advice, but I do feel like, damn, like, bro, you're a young man. Like, do I need to tell you this? Like, ask your parents respectfully if they'll do it for you. Oftentimes when young guys tell me like, oh no, but my parents won't let me do it. It's like, they've not even asked. So if you haven't sat down and asked your parents, like, 
could you buy me more meat because I'd really like to eat it because protein, because it's healthy, because it, it makes me feel good. If you haven't even asked them, then don't be sat here complaining and thinking, oh, but my mum buys the food. Like, go and ask. Just go and ask and just see what they say, first of all. A lot of parents would be absolutely happy to, like, to get their children something healthy, especially when the child comes up with respect and says, I've been doing some research and I really want to eat more meat because it might help me grow taller and build more muscles and, and get stronger. And, you know, it really helps my brain focus more. And I want to eat less, like, of the carbs because it's, it's making me feel a bit sickly, a bit, a bit fat. Once you make more money, then you've got control of your, your diets, the food that you eat. And again, I've got that full money guide that's on my uh, channel. It's like completely free. It's literally just a YouTube video where I've, I spent weeks making like almost like a course that I could have sold for like $1,000, but I made it for free on YouTube that you can just go and watch it. It teaches you like how to make money as a young man. So I want to walk you through now step eight, the seven day carnivore challenge. The last step that I really want to walk you through is just like, I want to set you up for a seven day experience of this diet. And if you complete this, or if you even at least attempt this, I think it will change the trajectory of your life forever because it will just give you this exposure of how valuable this diet is. For seven days, we want you to just eat as much of the carnivore meals, the meat as you can for as much of your calories as possible. This means that it'll be valuable for you to stock up on some meat and it will be it will feel quite expensive doing this. But again, you just do this for seven days, you can go back to your cheap diet afterwards and then know forever that this was actually the diet that you want to go back to when you make more money. For seven days, if you just go out to the store right now and you go and stock up on more of the meats that you like, that you know how to cook, that you could maybe YouTube a guide, steak, chicken breast, chicken thighs, chicken wings. You can go to the grocery store and buy some of those. You could go find the farms that would sell them. You could just order from like, you know, from um, restaurants every day, or you could go to a restaurant that serves like these meats and just buy that for as much of your calories as possible. And then for example, finding like, because it might be too hard to fill up your entire calories with just meat, you might want to find the, um, you might want to find like a sort of filler calorie meal, like a thousand calories or so, which isn't carnivore, but it will help you hit your goal calories. So you can use peanut butter, you can use cheese, you can use even like sweets, uh, preferably not like sugar, but we just want you to fill up your calories as much as possible from carnivore meals, like meats. And we want you to pretty much for seven days have no vegetables, no fruits, no carbs. That's your rules. No vegetables, no fruits, no carbs, as much meat as possible, and then fill up the calories with cheese, with eggs, with... Um, halloumi with greek yogurt with nuts for seven days if you're willing to go through this challenge i really do think it'll, it'll be valuable for you and also by the way if you did randomly just you know take your phone and record little clips of you doing it and record little bits of you like experiencing like oh you know here i am at the store i'm gonna buy some meat oh damn it's really expensive and you turn that into a youtube video these videos where you talk about like oh i tried like hamza's seven day uh, carnivore challenge they often do get like sometimes they do get quite a lot of views if you've made a nice video there so this could be like the start of your youtube channel growing as well one other thing is if you do want to do this this seven day challenge or you just want to get onto the carnivore completely there's a very powerful practice that will help you in all of your goals and specifically for this and it's called foreseeing failure 
So this is just, well, we'll take a few seconds just to think about the obstacles that could arise with this new goal of yours. So you want to, it's a loud ass helicopter. <laughs> so you want to get onto carnivore diets. It'd be valuable for you to spend a little bit of time right now just thinking about the potential obstacles that could arise. What, what could happen that might make this harder for you? Maybe you'll see the price in the grocery store and it'll be too expensive. Maybe your parents won't let you. Maybe you, know, you could imagine you eating just meat and your, your dad or your mom come in and almost get angry at you because you're not eating what they think is like a healthy meal, even though they're not even healthy people anyway. If you start to foresee these obstacles that could arise, don't get pissed off at them, but rather almost mentally practice how you could successfully overcome them. So what if you visualize your parents come in and saying to you, wait, why, why, why are you eating that? You should, you know, like, where's the vegetables? Why aren't you eating the carbs? It's too much meat. What are you doing? What would be the most successful way for you to navigate that situation? Mentally practice that right now. What about when you see like, oh yeah, damn, meat is actually more expensive than like a balanced diet. How could you overcome that obstacle right now, like, you know, within the next few days? Maybe you could buy the cheaper meat. Maybe you could just remind yourself that that moment when you go to the till to buy, like, the, the meat from the grocery store, you remind yourself, yep, it's just for a few days just to make sure this diet is going to change my life and then future me, when he makes more money, will be able to afford it. If you just foresee some of the problems you'll go through, you'll be far more likely to overcome them. And for the final step, step nine, I just want to talk about purpose. Recently, I've been ending all of my videos with like a talk about spirituality. And I've, I've realized that for the past few months that I've completed my purpose layer when it came to the material success, when it came to making money. So when I moved back to the UK in March of this year, I, I felt quite directionless. I had fired everyone from my business from like, you know, we grew on YouTube so much and I just felt so directionless because I realized that like I had completed the mission of wanting to grow on YouTube. It just felt stupid to do that. And when I moved back, I realized that the real purpose layer I had was like financial freedom. I had created this huge business. I had gotten 2 million subscribers, but I wasn't even close to being financially free. And so for the past seven months, that's been my full focus. I exploded my business with the help of, you know, amazing guys who, who worked for me and with me. And we've got to the point now where like, I'm very much like financially free and I actually don't have to work like that much. So my big focus now is like spirituality. It's going to like live like a normal, healthy, natural human being. That's why I'm flying out to Bali tonight because I'm gonna go train yoga there for hours every day. And I also wanna develop like community. I wanna make friends and have like a, a nice social life. The reason why I'm telling you this is because I believe that a man's purpose, a man's mission is the most important thing in his life, more than any relationship, even more than money itself. It, it's your purpose, your your direction towards like greater freedom is the most important thing. You've heard of these masculine guys talk about purpose, but on YouTube and stuff, but none of them actually like know about what purpose genuinely means. Purpose is like your real authentic desire for freedom. And you achieve that in multiple ways. And it's like, there's probably financial freedom, there's spiritual freedom, sexual freedom, physical freedom, time freedom, location freedom. There's a chapter in the book, The Way of the Superior Man, that actually says something so interesting related to this video. It says that 100% of your life should be aligned to your purpose if you are to act with integrity.
So for you to live a good life, as much of your life in your decision should be aligned to your purpose. And the book specifically says everything from your diet to your career must be aligned to your purpose. When I got onto the carnivore diet, I couldn't help but to think about that passage in this, like this spiritual book. It's called The Way of the Superior Man. Everything from your diet to your career must be aligned to your purpose. If your purpose right now is financial freedom, if your purpose right now is your mental health, if it's your relationships, if it's your ability to be healthy and present when you speak to people, your diet must be aligned to that. Otherwise, you will live like this shallow life that won't make you feel good. This means that getting onto the carnivore diet will actually be like an act of purpose. For many men, they'll listen to that and you'll, they'll, they would have clicked off by now. They wouldn't be very interested. But if you are a masculine man, purpose like will make your dick hard. Purpose is like the most important thing you could think of. It's like purpose and mission is kind of like the biggest goal in your life. It's the most important thing that you care about. So now when you think about it, how important the carnivore diet is, it's not just this fad diet. It's not just this diet that you, know, you can try because you've seen some Hamza video. It's the diet that will actually help you to navigate your purpose, your mission, your goals much better. Because when you're eating that huge 300 grams of, of rice through the day, when you're eating like the pizza and stuff with the calories and stuff, it's like you don't get to navigate your purpose as much. You're not present when you speak to people. Especially when it comes to work, the carnivore diet will make you an absolutely relentless entrepreneur or successful student getting the highest grades. So for you to act with integrity, for you to feel like secure in yourself, this is the diet for you. I'm sure that there's many people who will look to the the uh, comments and there'll be like some scientist little, you know, some 14-year-old pretending to be a scientist saying, well, actually, Hamza, at timestamp, this one, you're wrong. And this one, you're wrong. This one, you're wrong. Those people who, who criticize this diet have never even tried it, not even for one day. So their opinion doesn't matter. The thing is, like, we don't actually care about the research, the science, the education, the, the what the fact doctors say. We just care about you experiencing a good life. So the final message I'll give you is, if you've gotten this far, do your absolute best to just try this diet out. I wouldn't have been sat here for like 75 minutes, like hurting my throat speaking without like stopping. This is a one take video. There's no breaks or anything. I mean, I genuinely think this diet will actually change your life. It will make you just so much better at your work, studying, relationships, fitness, everything. When I meet young men let's say I, I eventually meet you i travel like somewhat fit like fairly and i'll post on instagram like which uh, country i'm in and i'll do a meetup when i meet more guys like i'm hoping that they're actually on this diet because that means that when i'm speaking to them they don't have words in their mind as if they have just ate carbs that means that when i post onto instagram or youtube community post okay hey guys i'm in bali i'm in this this city right now if you're nearby like come meet me let's go do a gym workout I'm doing that because I want to create like a community. I want to create friendships. And I'm hoping that the guys who come haven't, like it sounds weird, but I'm hoping that the guys who attend those meetups haven't ate carbs today. I'm hoping that any guy who lives in like the 50 mile radius hasn't ate carbs because if they have, they probably wouldn't come out to the meetup because it would just take too much effort because when you eat carbs, you just get tired. And the physique speaks for itself. Look at the fucking, like, look at that. This is the best I've felt in my entire life. If you would like to learn more about 
these sort of advanced self-improvement concepts, especially how they relate to masculinity and even how they relate to dating women and making money. That's what we teach in Adonis School. And Adonis School is the top link in the description. It's the only product that I sell. So if you're like, if you've got money to invest in your self-improvement, you might actually be super interested in that. Click and watch this video right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Mwah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.